0: You're listening to Blood on the Tracks on TMB DOS Radio. A monthly, hour-long exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Welcome back to Blood on the Tracks, episode 19. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and yet again, this is a exploration and celebration of movie soundtracks and scores. And we are at the second half of our little two-part series on 1980s sword and sorcery films the genre sort of peaks uh, at the first bit of this half of the decade and quickly declines i'd say you get this entire legion of conan copycats you get little variations on the theme basically exploitation films and fantasy films all sort of stemming from interest in this sort of stuff you see a lot of italian cheapy ripoff films as the Italians were still in kind of full force here latching on to any sort of trend in hollywood box office success so you were seeing a lot of those those unfortunately are a lot harder to source so i didn't get as much of that sort of stuff as i would have liked on this list so one trend that we do see that sort of peaks around this time well actually doesn't peak around this time a lot of this sort of film sort of plugs up the second half of the decade and it's the sexploitation version of these sword and sorcery films where you have a lot of really hot chicks getting naked and doing barbarian stuff like every once in a while they'll have a sword fight or something but mostly it's about them taking baths and rivers or being captured and having their clothes ripped off by uh, would-be torturers things like that one good example is barbarian queen from 1985 and we're going to look at the theme for that from someone called chris young and then we're going to look at something that's the polar opposite, where there was a lot of animated films also that sort of came out in this decade. We're going to look at a underrated, I think, Disney gym in The Black Cauldron, which is the best uh, animated-wise that I've seen, next to a couple other examples, but, you know, maybe Fire and Ice is a little bit better. But this is pretty good, pretty solid stuff, and it's got a great score by Elmer Bernstein. Very moody, very atmospheric, and very well done. So we're going to look at prologue. Henwins Seeing and the Army of the Dead from the Black Cauldron, and then we'll come back for our next block of songs. All right, now we're going to look at something that's a pretty blatant example of 1980s sort of pop sensibilities influencing the score of a sword and sorcery film or fantasy film from the 1980s. We're going to be looking at Lady Hawk. This also from 1985. This was done by Andrew Powell, and I believe Alan Parsons was the producer on this. He was in the production booth uh, doing the engineering and all that stuff, so... can sort of see that influence come out here there's a bit of a mix of traditionally what you kind of expect from the genre and then it's got this sort of underlying 80s pop thing going on in some tracks on it it's even just got straight out 80s pop music going on but we're going to look at navarre and marquette duel and main title from lady hawk then we're going to move on to the master himself, Morricone. We're going to look at the female Conan ripoff film from 1985, starring Bridget Nielsen and Arnold Schwarzenegger, playing Not Conan. Don't call him Conan, because it's totally not Conan. Yes, it's Red Sonya. And we're going to look at main title, Temple Raid, and main credits from that one. And then we'll be back.
1: Godly
0: warlock. You go through your week with the same old routine. What you really want is some blood and thunder in your life. Well, friend, you found it. The Cromcast is an adventurous journey through the history of two-fisted pulp stories. With your hosts, John, Josh, and Luke, we have action. Horror. An adventure. All through the lens of pulp luminary Robert E. Howard. Don't just stay in your ordinary life. Find your pulp life at thecromcast.blogspot.com The Cromcast The Cromcast The Cromcast A podcast for the barbarian at heart Mmm, great coffee Mmm,
1: hey hmm?
0: Chad, who's that strange somber man on the cover of that book you're reading? Oh, that's H.P. Lovecraft Oh, I've heard of him, but I never really got into his stuff. It's kind of strange and hard to read. No, I used to think that, too. But that all changed when I started listening to the H.P. Lovecraft Literary Podcast. What's that? The H.P. Lovecraft Literary Podcast is a weekly podcast. Tell me more. Well, these two really smart and hilarious guys give a synopsis of the story, then they talk about its background, their critical views, and what it says about the author. Well, where can I listen? Well, let me tell you, Chris. You can go to hppodcraft.com or, heck, just subscribe through iTunes. It's that easy. Oh, Chad, I'm so excited. Now I can listen to this podcast and pretend to all my snooty friends that I actually read and understand H.P. Lovecraft. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
1: <laughs> yeah! Hppodcraft.com.
0: There is only one thing a listener of podcasts about film desires. More podcasts. So now that we have that irrefutable truth established, why not give... They must be destroyed on sight! Hey, listen. We do it all. Don't believe us? Here's a series of terms that somewhat describes what we cover. Exploitation.
1: I never try anything. I just do it.
0: Drive in. David Carradine and Claudia Jennings are super warriors. I
1: my only master.
0: Cult. John Wayne was a fig. The, the hell, hell he was! was was to you boys sci-fi
1: i'm sorry dave i'm afraid i can't do
0: that drama now get the fuck out of here pervert didn't i warn you D- that's that horror <laughs> here's johnny sex comedies
1: jeannie what makes your father such a sex thing
0: film noir people lose teeth talking like that and silent movies so far no musicals however no none of those So check out They
1: Must Be Destroyed On Sight
0: A semi-regular podcast hosted by Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, and Paul Ramalli. Find us on Apple Podcasts YouTube, Facebook, and probably other podcatchers we've never heard of and at our official website tmbdos.podbean.com What was the name of that podcast again? Dr. Roche?
1: They Must Be Destroyed On Sight
0: you ungodly warlock okay we're back for the second half of the show and now we've got a title that is a very standout example of the sort of sword and sorcery fantasy genre in the 1980s and it's definitely one that sort of just stands out from its production design how the big bad guy in this looks is pretty iconic i'd say it's got a unicorn everyone knows unicorns are kick-ass It's Legend, from 1985, and Tangerine Dream did the score on this one, so it's quite excellent. We're going to be looking at Darkness and Goblins from that movie. Then we're going to look at a cross-genre thing. It's both sort of science fiction and sword and sorcery in a way. Well, at least it would become science fiction in part two. But it's a different sort of of take on the sword and sorcery thing, because it sort of brings it into... The modern day that would be Highlander from 1986 and we're gonna be looking at training montage and princes of the universe from motherfucking queen and there you go we'll be back after that if we can follow that shit up I don't think we can actually There's no way we're going to be able to follow up Queen, I don't think. Uh, Another good example, by the way, of modern music pop sensibilities sneaking into the soundtracks and scores of these sort of sword and sorcery type films that you wouldn't expect this sort of soundtrack to be in. So we're going to follow up and finish off the show here with a really schlocky one. This is from a duo called the Barbarian Brothers, who did a couple movies right around this time. They were a thing, I guess. Um, Two muscled up guys who couldn't act worth a shit. So naturally, they did a sword and sorcery film and uh, it's pretty bad. Um, It's an Italian-American co-production I believe and it's everything you'd kind of expect from a late period Italian anything production pretty much. Yeah, it's not good. The soundtrack is at least kind of interesting. It's from Pino DiNaggio of all people. You know, yeah, that Pino DiNaggio who did The Hallowing and uh, Don't Look Now, he also did The Barbarians. Then we're going to move on to a nice big turd of a uh, film. Uh, Had all the ambition in the world, but didn't have the right studio to back it, basically, and that's Masters of the Universe, the He-Man adaptation from Canon Films. And we're going to look at a song from that soundtrack. It's called It's Them slash Centurion Attack. And uh, that was done by Bill Conti. And then we're going to finish off with something good. Maybe the last good film of this genre in the 1980s. This is from 1988. And there was nothing in 1989 that was any good. Uh, So it's Willow. Willow's Theme from Willow by James Horner. Well, that was probably the last uh, great 1980s sword and sorcery fantasy film. And I think it still holds up today. I I like it a lot. Uh, So we're going to end off there. And this is ending off the new year, by the way, as well. So happy new year to all you guys. Thanks for listening to this little shitty show I do on the side here. And uh, we will see you in the new year and see what new sort of things spring up in our little podcast here. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to move away from themed shows for a little while I might do some mixed up shows or at least go back to some themes that I haven't touched on since uh, I started this thing yeah who knows it's always just sort of what I feel like or if someone has some suggestions and if you do go to the they must be destroyed on site Facebook group and throw some suggestions out for soundtracks and scores uh, shows you'd like to see me do I'm going to try to get back into maybe giving some more detail on the films and the composers and stuff as well. I've been sort of moving away from that for the sake of brevity. But I think maybe I want to get back into getting a little deeper on some of these people and uh, some of these films. And maybe, you know, maybe if, if that means cutting the show down to only, you know, like a handful of tracks on a show and a lot more talking, I might do that once in a while. Never fear, I won't do it every goddamn time. Because I know I'm not that beautiful to listen to I'm not giving anyone any sort of ear boners with my voice so I understand that anyway I've rambled enough happy new year everyone we'll see you in 2019 thanks for listening Thank you for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this program, as well as episodes of our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.